This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Lordstown Motors could sell its assembly plant to Foxconn, according to Bloomberg. That would bring in much-needed cash for Lordstown, which lost three-quarters of its market value over the last year after its former CEO stepped down, likely for misleading statements about pre-orders for its truck. We think Foxconn could use the plant to make the Fisker pair. Even though Foxconn built a huge manufacturing plant in Wisconsin, sources in the industry tell AutoLine that the cement floor isn't thick enough to support automotive operations. Toyota might return to IndyCar racing as an engine manufacturer. That's according to Racer Magazine. Toyota won the Champ Car Series in 2002 and the Indy 500 in 2003, but later dropped out of the series. In 2023, IndyCar is going to start using hybrid powertrains, a 2.4-liter twin-turbo coupled with a KERS, or Kinetic Energy Recovery System. Toyota is the world's preeminent manufacturer of hybrid passenger vehicles, so it makes sense that it would be interested in racing hybrids at Indy. Roger Penske owns IndyCar, and he also owns the largest Toyota dealership in the United States. So there's a lot of synergy surrounding this story. Flying passenger drones keep coming closer to reality. Now Honda is getting involved. It's developing a VTOL, or vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, that's powered by a gas turbine hybrid engine. Other automakers involved in VTOLs include Mercedes-Benz, General Motors, Toyota, Hyundai, and Geely. Why so much interest from the car companies? Because these VTOLs are powered by electric motors and will be autonomous, technologies that play right into the investments that the auto industry is making. Data monetization and subscription services represent the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for automakers. So GM is launching a new software platform that will help it tap into that. GM's current electrical architecture allows for things like OTA updates, greater data bandwidth, cybersecurity, and processing power. Its new system, called Altify, which uses Linux software, will do that on steroids. Engineers have separated key software systems into a new centralized layer that acts as a hub for other vehicle systems. This allows for accelerated software development and faster deployment. GM says customers should expect regular updates just like you get on your smartphone. They'll also get personalization options and new apps. Altify will be used in both internal combustion and electric vehicles, and it will first start showing up in 2023. When it comes to making electric cars, everyone is jumping into the pool, even Rolls-Royce. It will have a fully electric lineup by 2030. No more ICEs. And here's a prototype of the first electric car it will launch at the end of 2023. Rolls didn't reveal any of its specs, but it did say it will call the model the Spectre. 
And now we know more about the first electric car from Genesis, the GV60. It will come in three setups, rear-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, and performance all-wheel drive. All feature a 77.4 kilowatt-hour battery pack. The rear-wheel drive version has a 168 kilowatt electric motor and an estimated range of 451 kilometers, or roughly 280 miles. All-wheel drive combines two motors for a total output of 234 kilowatts, or 313 horsepower, in a range of 400 kilometers, or 248 miles. Finally, the performance all-wheel drive version has 320 kilowatts, or 429 horsepower, and 368 kilometers, or 228 miles of range. With boost mode, a button on the steering wheel that increases performance for 10 seconds, the performance all-wheel drive version can do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 4 seconds. For even more driving fun, an electronic limited slip differential helps allow for a drift mode, which optimizes power distribution and braking. And while the GV60 seems like it will be a fun EV to drive, we still have not seen an on-sale date from Genesis. Ford is going after the DIY and maker crowd with the new Maverick pickup. It's posting short online videos that show owners how to build their own accessories. For example, Ford dealers will happily sell you a $250 Yakima bike rack. Or you can watch a video on how to make your own for 45 bucks. The videos tell you exactly what kind of bolts, nuts, and washers and wood you need to buy. The same goes for installing racks or lights in the bed, or custom installing your own compressor. There's even a QR code in the back of the bed that you can scan to get ideas for other projects. And Ford fully expects that owners will start posting their own videos on how to hack the truck. The Maverick actually comes with two 12-volt wiring packages in the bed with their own connectors, so makers don't have to splice into part of the wiring that could affect things like the taillights. Next up, you'll be able to download the plans for 3D printing your own containers and cup holders that you can clip onto different parts of the interior with special tethers. This is a cool idea, and we think it's an excellent idea of how to build a community around this truck. If electric cars are ever going to catch on, there needs to be a nationwide network of public charging stations. But what if that isn't a viable business model? John will be here in a minute with something to say about that. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mobility is becoming electric, connected and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Electric cars will never hit their full sales potential until Ma and Pa America know they can safely travel far from home and easily find some place to charge up. But the traditional automakers have no interest in building public charging stations. 
They want someone else to do it. Same goes for the electric utilities. They'll happily sell electricity to the charging companies, but they have no interest in making the big capital investment to build public charging stations. So, in the United States, it's up to the public EV charging companies, but their business model could be seriously flawed. You see, gas stations don't make much money from selling gasoline or diesel fuel. They make their money by selling lottery tickets, cigarettes, and beer. Mobile or Shell or BP don't own those gas stations. They're mom and pop franchises who are not going to make big investment in EV chargers unless they know they're going to pay off. Right now, the numbers don't pencil out. While prices can vary, a gasoline pump may cost around $15,000, while a high-speed charger might cost around $70,000. Public chargers are typically in places like the parking lots of shopping malls, often sitting unused. And all they do is sell electricity. They don't sell lottery tickets, cigarettes, and beer. We know the financial results for the publicly traded charging companies, like EVgo and ChargePoint. They are bleeding red ink. Electrify America is not publicly traded, so we don't know their numbers, but they're probably losing a lot of money too. Of course, it is still early days. These are startups. Their top-line growth is impressive, and maybe once they finish building out a nationwide network, they can start to post profits. But even then, they're going to be competing against home charging, where EV owners can get their electricity that costs 30 to 50% less. EV enthusiasts are posting road trip videos of public chargers that are not working. If the public charging companies can't keep their chargers up and running now, what's going to happen when they add thousands more? Look, the auto industry is betting heavily on EVs. If sales of electric cars don't ramp up as expected, those investments could turn out to be disastrous. And if the public charging companies don't have a viable business model, well, then what? Anyway, that's how I see it. And as always, we welcome your feedback. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Magna.